from Epic Deer Studios. This is The Ice Queens. Hello, figure skating fans. This is your uh, Ice Queens back at you for season seven of our fantastic podcast. I'm Liz, and I'm here with Tori, and we're here to greet you for another season, an Olympic season. We couldn't be more excited. Isn't that right, Tori? That is so right. I can't believe that we've made it seven seasons, but um, hopefully with it being the Olympics, we're going to be a little more excited this year, actually tune in and watch some skating and do more than, what, two or three podcasts this season. Is this our final season? Yeah, like Mad Men, we're only going to have seven seasons. Yep. (laughs) Uh, Before we jump the shark. Right. Does that mean we need to use our Mad Men um, nicknames this year? Mm-hmm. Uh, Betty and Vicky. <laughs> Vicky. <laughs> I love it. Yes, miracles have happened because it appears that NBC is actually broadcasting on broadcast television most of the Grand Prix events leading up to the Olympics. I guess they are the broadcasters for the Olympics, so they're trying to build an audience. Good luck with that. Well, yeah, I they need to because... I would hope they know that the most watched sport during the Winter Olympics is ice skating. But if you're never televising it during the other seasons, people aren't going to tune in because they won't know who the skaters are and who the stars are and who to watch. So it's like, get with it, NBC. Plus, did you see how nobody was in the stands in Detroit? Oh, yeah, it was terrible. I mean, Detroit's obviously had some hard times, but still it was like, yeah, I mean, there must have been maybe a couple hundred people there. Ugh. Yeah, I, I mean... They should have been contacting Groupon <laughs> and that daily deal out there because they there was hardly anybody there. And there were some quality skaters at this competition and, you know, a few, well, at least three or four that are going to contend for medals in the Olympics. So it's like that's pretty pathetic that there was barely anybody in the stands. Yeah, it was like they couldn't even give the tickets away. <laughs> uh, pretty sad. Um, but And also, you know, we have been talking about going to nationals in Boston, but we've decided that it's too cold. You know, the queens are very, um, very fragile. We're queens. I mean, we need to be treated like queens, which means that we'd rather be at a pool in Phoenix than um, sitting freezing our asses off in Boston. So we're probably going to forego Boston this year, but we will um, be together for an Olympics uh, recap of uh, Ice Queen special. So look for that. And we'll, we'll, you know, we'll be in much better spirits if we're warm than if we're cold. Right. If we're warm and drinking, but poolside. Exactly. So uh, let's start with some news. Let's catch all of our fabulous fans up in the latest of figure skating news. So hot off the presses yesterday, Johnny Weir announced on the Today Show that he is officially retiring from figure skating. That's a shocker. Right. Well, you know, as far as the Queens are concerned, the guy retired the day after he completed his long program at the last Olympics. Yeah. Just because you've been doing the poker face routine for four years doesn't mean that you're still a competitive figure skater. Right. I guess he did do one Grand Prix last year, but he got last place in the short program. And then remember, he pulled out because he was injured. So he didn't actually compete you know, finish that um, competition. So I've thought he's been retired for the last three seasons, but whatever. He's going to be an analyst at the Olympics for NBC. That should be interesting. The guy always brings the drama and, um, you know, it's not easy to shut him down. He's going to say whatever he wants. So that could be fun. Yeah. I'd like to see him, he and Andrea together in the truth booth. Oh God. (laughs) 
Stay tuned for that, figure skating fans. And then uh, Tori, unfortunately, had ruined my week with news of our least favorite skater. Um, of yeah, all game. time. Yeah, of all time. Yeah, I mean, there's yeah, no not competition. just this season, of all time. Um, yeah, I decided to look at the ISU website to find out who was skating scheduled to skate in all the Grand Prix events and whose name do I see on Rosselcom? Yevgeny. So unlike Evan, I fully expect him to actually be at the competition, which scares me that he's going to be going for his fourth Olympics. You know, Russia only gets to send one in the men's this year because they did so poorly at the last Worlds. So I guess we need to start gearing up and bracing ourselves for him being at the Olympics, especially since it's going to be in Russia. Oh God! I mean, that's our that's our worst fears confirmed. I mean, he's a robot, right? Oh God! I don't <laughs> even know. I don't even know how he's still skating. Well, I, he, he, I mean, surely he's not going to be competitive with the top skaters, but we'll see. You never know with that guy. <laughs> uh, he's a machine. I fully expect to see him at the Olympics, and it's like no. I know. Well, after years of mocking the Ice Network, the producer and I have purchased the Ice Network and now can watch all these crappy skaters, even the ones NBC doesn't show. And so on the Ice Network, Tanya Kwiatkowski is doing the commentary and she claims that Evan Lysacek is injured. And that's why he's not skating. Because they're BFFs. And so she knows she's got the inside scoop. Mm. Big time. (laughs) Um, You know, they didn't make any reference to him, or at least when I was paying attention when I watched the NBC broadcast, I do know that he was scheduled originally to skate at Skate America. Uh, That was the only um, assignment that he was given on the Grand Prix. And then, of course, they sent somebody else. I think Jason Brown got to go in his place. But it seems like he's injured, or I don't know what's going on there. Of course, he doesn't have to compete on the Grand Prix. He can just show up at the Nationals because he is um, an Olympic medalist from the prior Olympics. So he gets an automatic qualification to the Nationals. So he definitely could not skate this entire season and show up at Nationals and still try to make the Olympic team. But, you know, that Sasha tried to do that last time. And if you haven't been in competition for a while, it's not easy just to come back and just show up and skate. And that would really surprise me because he's such a perfectionist. I don't think that he'll go unless he's, you know, convinced he can at least get a medal. So right. I, I'd be surprised. Yeah, I don't think if he's not where he thinks he can win nationals or at least get on the Olympic team and do well at the Olympics, he's not. I don't see him coming back. He's not just going to half-ass it and, you know, hope for the best. Yeah. So Gracie Gold, one of the most promising women's figure skaters for the United States changed coaches to go coach with Frank. I mean, Frank, it's like, wow, how many, how many people are you coaching? First of all, and how old are you? God, I don't know. He's got to be getting close to 80. He's got to at least be 70 years old. At least. Um, I think this will probably be very good for Gracie. You know, she has the jumps. Um, we reviewed her last year and thought she was promising, but she definitely was lacking in the artistry. You know, in the, and she needed more choreography in her routines and just, well, kind of more personality. So I think this will help because um, Frank is, so, is a coach that can put together good programs and definitely help with the artistry part of her skating. Yeah, and he gets, he'll make her, her skate to 
creative mu- music like Carmen and uh, <laughs> and other things. You know, it's like yeah. okay, let's let's see what music we can do that's been done before a million times. But I'll I'll hold out some hope there. Maybe Gracing will inspire him. So you said that Carolina Costner is slated for some Grand Prix events. That also yeah. is upsets me greatly. I know. Um, so when I was looking out there, I did see her name. She is scheduled to skate in two events. So. I guess we're not that surprised because she did skate last season. She was at the Worlds. She did get a medal, right? Does she get silver or the bronze? I don't know. She got one of them. Um, You know, one more season to get to the Olympics. She's been to two other Olympics and not done that well. So, God. But why can't she just retire? I don't know. Do they just need to give her a medal so she can go away? Exactly. That that should happen. That would be good. Here's an honorary go away medal. <laughs> no, get get oh, get off the ice. There was actually we'll talk about her later. But there was actually a really um, interesting skater from Italy, Valentina Marche, who was in the ladies' competition. So hopefully she can be replaced. Except for she's the same age as uh, Carolina. I know. What, if not a year older. Well, you can't win for losing, right? <laughs> so let's talk about Skate America. That happened uh, sometime last week. Last week. <laughs> last <laughs> weekend. October 20th-ish, something like that, in Detroit. Like we said, the turnout was horrific. There was hardly any fans there at all for any of the programs that were broadcast on television. You could have got really good seats if you went to it. You could have been in the front row because nobody was there. God, yeah, it was crazy. And so, Tori, you watched it on NBC. I watched some of the skaters on Ice Network, but not very many. So um, let's start with the Paris competition. What can you tell us about that? And NBC, NBC didn't show that at all. No, they didn't. They showed like a 15-second um, clip of Trankoff and what's her, Bola Shoshar, and they won. And when I was watching the ladies skate, you know, they showed the last five skaters well, the first two girls were falling all over the ice. And all I could think was, why is NBC showing me these two girls that are falling all over the ice instead of showing me the next Olympic pair of champions? Exactly. So I went um, on to YouTube to find their program and I watched it. And wow, they look great. Really? You know, it's the first, yeah, the first competition. Of course, they have the huge throws. They look great. Highest, I believe they got the highest score ever for pairs. And it's like, it's only it's only October. They won by 30 points. So I and well, of course, we always know that the judging scoring is suspect. So yeah. I don't know if they've changed the values of things because it seems like everybody was getting their best scores ever at the first competition of the season. Yeah. But I definitely think that these guys are going to be the Olympic champions. Well, at the last Worlds, and they won it. I, I said then that, you know, they have surpassed Sokol V and Slikawi. And they're going to be the next Olympic champions. Although they are skating to Jesus Christ Superstar, (laughs) (laughs) which uh, made Al very happy. Oh, I'm sure. Very excited about that. So that's it's kind of a bold choice because I don't know how much judges like that, or how much the Russians are going to like that in the Olympics. (laughs) Yeah, right. You know how much are the European judges, the Russians, going to like that? but they did skate well. But every time that I think of Jesus Christ Superstar, I expect, you know, the skaters to come out in dirty rags. Mm-hmm. So and their outfits were a little suspect and, you know, unattractive. So I don't mm-hmm. know. I'm like, really, you're going to skate that and be the Olympic champions? And that's 
the program that you're going to go with, but their skating looked flawless already. So Wow, that's amazing. Well, yeah, so then they'll accept their gold medal looking like Pigpen. Right, so they're going to have ripped clothing up there as they have their gold medals. That's fantastic. <laughs> um, so what? how about Katie Denny and John Coughlin? How are they doing? So they didn't show any of that stuff. They didn't even mention anybody. I think, I believe they got fourth at the competition. So it's like, yikes. Okay, well, yeah, we'll have so to see how that pair goes. skating, U.S. pair skating's, you know, where it always is. In not the, winning. In the not toilet. winning the medals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where's Peter and Kitty Carruthers? Can we get them back? <laughs> no kidding. That was, what, 1984? Um, yes. So the, the Ice Dance competition, here's where we have the big shining stars almost... Almost guaranteed a lock for the Olympic gold medal if they keep this up. They won the competition by 20 points. Um, yeah. So it was quite a blowout. Right. And NBC was nice enough to actually show their complete program. And it's like, that's nice of you because they did win the gold medal. Um, I thought it was a little weird. Tom said that, you know, they're the favorites to win the Olympics. I guess they are. I don't know. I I always think it's a toss up between them and Virtue and Moyer. We haven't seen them skate this season, but you know, they're very closely matched. So yeah, I guess they're the favorites because they are the current world champions, but they skated well. I did start cracking up when I saw that they were skating to Scheherazade. Yeah. And then Sandra said, if you don't know the story, and I just started busting up and Al's going, why are you laughing? And I'm like, because she said, if you don't know the story, I'm thinking, obviously, you've never watched ice skating before because <laughs> since everybody skates every to Scheherazade season, somebody is skating to Scheherazade. And yeah. if you don't know the story by now, you're never going to know it. Yeah. Or you don't want to know it. <laughs> so I, I think that their program, you know, it suits them. Because I feel like they do better when they do character pieces. Because mm-hmm. I don't feel that they have a lot of chemistry between each other. Of course, I wasn't buying that they're a married couple, you know, Scheherazade. Right. But, of course, they're athletic. They're strong. They have the great technical difficulty, the lifts. Um, it's, a, it's a good program for them. You know, I'm not crazy about it because it is Scheherazade. And I've heard the music a million times. And... Um, but, you know, it's going to serve them well. And it's definitely a program that can win the Olympics because look how well they're skating now. By the time we get to February, the program's just going to get better and better with more repetitions. Yeah. And then the Shibatanis who train with them, they finished third. I, they seem to be struggling still because Madison Hubble and Zachary Donahue, the other U.S. pair, were almost almost beat the Shibatanis. So that means they must not be at their level that they were at before. Yeah, you know, they had a rough season last year. Um, And, of course, NBC didn't show them. And it's like, why aren't you showing people that actually got medals for the U.S.? This is Skate America. So they ended up third. Uh, They're skating their free dance to Michael Jackson. Oh, boy. Thriller. They actually have Thriller in there, and they're doing some Thriller moves. Wow. Thriller zombie stuff. So that's kind of bold. You know, I don't know how well that will play at the Olympics. Well, that's if they make the Olympic teams because the U.S. really does have four pairs that are fighting for three. Well, fighting for three medals. Well, two because Davis and White are a lock to go to the Olympics. So, you know, we got three other pairs that could make the team for those other two spots. But, uh, yeah, Michael Jackson. And, you know, with uh, ice dancing, it's got lyrics in it. Yeah, I know. It's going to be interesting. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I I believe the first part of it's got to be starting something and then they go to Ben, 
but the Ben part is instrumental. It's like, well, why didn't you keep the him, Michael singing in that part? And then it ends with Thriller. Wow. Well, they're but, ki- you know, they can't really do um, programs where they're a couple. So I guess it works. <laughs> yeah, they're keeping it really real now. Yep. And oh. then uh, for the short program this year, they are doing uh, the Foxtrot and Quick Step. So I'm very happy about that because I love me some Quick Step. So at least that part should be pretty entertaining this year. Well, I'll have to go back to the Ice Network and try to watch those things. Uh, but yeah, that'll, that'll, we'll see how that plays. Yeah, I watched, um, I was pulling up on YouTube and I believe it was like some Russian broadcast because, you know, they weren't speaking English and there were some Cyrillic letters up in the logo up there. So it was a little grainy, but I did get to see some of the stuff. <laughs> it's like, I'm sorry, I'm not paying, I'm not getting the Ice Networks because then that's just pressure for me to watch more skating. Tell me about it. That's $50 <laughs> I'll never get back. Right. And you're going to feel the pressure like that one season that I had the Universal and I there'd be like 10 hours of skating every weekend. No. And you're like, I got to watch all this. I can't do it. I can't do it. <laughs> well, let's go to the men's competition. So for the United States, it was, um, as we stated, Jason Brown replaced Evan Lysacek. And then Adam Rippon and Max Aaron, Max Aaron being the United States national champion, also skated. Yeah, Max Aaron is basically Elvis Stoiko Tudato. Right. Um, so I don't care what Sandra says. She's trying to convince us that he's definitely been working on his artistry and it's coming along. And oh, yeah. I could think is the guy could sure stand to take a few more dance lessons. Yeah, that's what they used to say about. Um, oh, God, now I can't remember her name from France. Sorry, oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That she's girl never spent artistry. time in a dance studio. She might have been doing some gymnastics, but come on, um, Max. So he is a smart skater because his strength is jumping. So he he backloads the program, which that's how he can get a lot of points. But he definitely does need to work on his choreography. For me, he was. I, I think he's stiff, and I I get a little bit bored watching him. And then of course he was wearing gloves he was wearing all black with gloves and it's like no don't do that to us but he's got four he's got three quads in his program he did crash on one of them but he does a quad in the second half and a triple axel in the second half so he's gonna rack up points you know with his jumps it's just the artistry needs to come along too but he ended up third here it was a good start for him and hopefully he's gonna get stronger as the season goes on but we won a medal so that was good yeah he you didn't even mention his pompadour hairdo oh god he was like his his eyebrows were scaring me a little (laughs) bit too (laughs) i think that tom z's making him over wax yeah a little too too much manscaping there oh my god yeah (laughs) so he's in the kiss and cry with tom z and he's like trying to fix his hair and it's unsuccessful (laughs) craziness speaking of hair adam rippon's looking better these days Yes, he totally looks buff. Um, He got rid of his Christopher Atkins hair. Um, He skated well. He got second. You know, he's in third place after the short. He ended up second here. He is attempting the Lutz this year, which he does need to do. He has the artistry. You know, he's polished. He's got great posture and line. Um, But he still, I don't think he's that exciting. Yeah, there was something he didn't, he was lacking some spark. I don't know, he's not much of a competitor. I think that's probably what it is. But he is better to watch than some of the other ones. 
Yes, I mean, he puts together a nice program, but I don't know if it's he just doesn't have that much personality, but you're right. He doesn't have that spark. Um, and then I don't know what it is, but that r- rip on Lutz is starting to bug me. Yeah, I know. But of course, <laughs> Scott goes crazy because he's the only one in the world that does it. Yada, yada, yada. Who cares? But he ended up second. It's a good start for him. And, um, you know, he skated pretty well. He did fall on the Lutz, but he is attempting it and he will need that if he wants to make the Olympics and be competitive at the Olympics. So um, improvement over last year. And he is he's a nice skater. Well, so who is this Tatsuki Machida who Makita who won? I've never even heard of this guy. So, you know, the Japanese men, there's just so many of them. that are competitive this guy's 23 years old and he's never got to go to the worlds and he it's like are you kidding me he looked great out there i mean and his jumps are beautiful the height on him you know he can do the quad he definitely had a complete program with the choreography i mean his outfit was tacky and he was skating to firebird and this is what at this point in the competition i was really missing dick oh yeah I'm like, where is this guy actually skating the part of the Firebird, which I've been to this ballet. The Firebird is danced by a woman. (laughs) So um, is he actually the Firebird in this program? So I was like, where's Dick when we need him to tell us what's going on with this program? (laughs) Is he skating the part of the Firebird? Which I'm pretty sure because he had all the orange and the red feathers on his shoulders. Or is he playing the man's part? Which Uh. I'm pretty sure he wasn't. Oh, Lordy. I don't even know what to say to that. I saw that, too. I was like, "Where the Russians are the one with the terrible outfits. What, what is Japan doing? They're supposed to keep, be keeping it clean. Well, you know, a lot of times they're coached by Rus- Russian coaches. Yeah, I think that's the problem. And I think that they like that tackiness, too. So Jason Brown for the United States finished fifth. Of course, I have a wonderful picture with him because I'm very famous and, you know, I hang out <laughs> with famous people. And um, he skated really well in the short program. Okay, in the free skate, but a good showing. He just seems to like love skating and doesn't really care what happens. So that's kind of refreshing. I I like him. You know, he didn't get a medal here. He kind of, I guess you could say choked because he ended up fifth and he was second after the short program. He doesn't have a quad right now. He had a fall. He two-footed some jumps. And, you know, he was a little bit slow. But um, it's his first year at at the senior Grand Prix level, it was an okay skate. Um, I will say that he d- was wearing an unfortunate green Western sequenced outfit. Oh, it was terrible. That, um, the Queens cannot get on board with. We like you, Jason, but we need to change that outfit. It was, it was awful. Yeah. He needs to hire us as a stylist. Yes. But I mean, you can tell that he likes skating and he's just like happy to be there. So he's young. He's only 18. I don't believe this is his season or he'll make the Olympic team. I think that he is four years from now. Yeah, I agree. And he's 22 years old. He's got all the potential right now. He doesn't have his quad, but his other jumps are fine. He has the artistry, the flexibility, good line, musicality. That stuff in four years from now, he's going to be up there. Yeah, and he's a huge fan favorite. You know, he's a sensitive ponytail yeah. man at 18. <laughs> so we'll see how that where that takes him. And then, you know, um, you know, Daisuke was actually at this competition and um, he did not fi- finish in the medals. He wasn't even televised. So it's like, oh, boy. Yeah, he's he's on the way down. He's going down there with Brian Joubert. 
Yeah, he had a rough season last year. Actually, Brian Joubert was supposed to be at Skate America, I believe. Or is it this? Yeah, Skate America, but I think he had to pull out. So it's like <laughs> they're, all, they're all too old and getting injured. <laughs> um, but Daisuke wasn't even on TV. He had a rough season last year. And he's just skated a long time. And those jumps are hard on yeah. your body. Well, and then someone who really has no excuse is Yevgeny 2.0, Artur Gachinsky of Russia. He finished last. I mean, he's terrible. I don't know what's going on. It's like, you're not good. Get you Well, know. that's one of the benefits of not getting the ice networks is I didn't have to watch him skate. Yeah, believe me, I tried to avoid it. You know, well, it was it. I thought it was a joke like two years ago when he got the, didn't he get the bronze medal at the Worlds? Oh, I don't know. I must Yeah, have... like two years ago he got it and it's like, Are you kidding me? And now he's really skating how he skates. Yeah. He I must like have... skated really good that one day or something. I must have blocked that out of my mind. <laughs> well you probably did. It's traumatized. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on to the ladies' competition. Okay, so this competition was won won by Mao Asada, of course the only woman in the world who's doing a triple axle. So you know, what triple that axles she... that were started, you know, what, twenty five years ago? Well, Tanya did one in 91. Yeah. So yeah, over 20 years ago. So that means that she is um, the only woman in the world that can do all six jumps. Ridiculous. <laughs> no. So, and she was okay. I mean, I didn't, I didn't really enjoy watching her that much. Um, Ashley actually looked really good. I know we've been hard on Ashley and it's still a little disturbing that she's our hottest skater, but she, she looked good. She looked really solid. She did. It was a solid skate for her. You know, she ended up second here. You know, she's skating to Romeo and Juliet. So I got to complain about that a little bit because who doesn't skate to that? Uh, She does always wear nice outfits. And she's put the triple triple finally into her program. So they were making a very big deal about it, how she's well, actually, I think NBC had a little special segment called The Cold Truth. Oh, yes, of about course. About Ashley, um, you know, really trying to be competitive and wanting to um, be in the medal mix at the Olympics. And the way to do that is to have the triple-triple jump. And it's like, well, you know, Michelle Kwan was doing a triple-triple jump 15 years ago in the Olympics. So I don't know what the big deal is. Well, yeah, so it's The Cold <laughs> It's the cold Truth sponsored by Alka-Seltzer, which would really, it's like, it's the acid indigestion of figure skating. <laughs> it's like, what's going on with, you know, why is this a big deal? You should have been doing that a million years ago. Right, then, well, she's been saying the last, what, two or three seasons, I'm going to put the triple-triple in this season. Wow, finally like, she's done it. Really? Welcome well, welcome to 1989. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, so what's the deal? Him, so that's good. Yeah. But well, she, now what happened to John Nix? He wasn't there. She had some crazy like Russian looking guy for her coach. Well, so Nix is still one of her coaches, but I wonder if maybe he's just not up for traveling that much anymore. He is 80 something years old. Oh, good Lord. So then the Russian chick's last name, the one that got third place is like radio. I call I call it Radio Nova. I'm sure that's not what it actually is, but that's That's what it looks like. like. That'd be a good um, name for a band. I think so, too. Yeah, it's it's, I believe it's Rodanova, isn't it? (laughs) I don't know. Elena Rodanova. So they're telling us that she's 14, Mm -hmm. 11 or 12. Yeah. Who doctored that birth certificate? Yeah. I'm like that girl was all arms and legs. Um, and she was keeping the Russian tradition alive with her tacky red fringe outfit and elbow length gloves. And then she had like an I dream of Jeannie Bun thing on her head. What the <laughs> hell? Was it one of those donuts? 
<laughs> you know, you put the donut on your head and then you put your hair around it so it can make it a perfect round bun. As seen on TV. Yes. Yeah. So, um, you know, she was, she's cute. She's definitely a performer. Um, she's trying to do the jump. She fell on the Lutz. She's got great flexibility. And she's obviously too young to be in the Worlds or the Olympics this time. So... I expect to see her in the following Olympics. I do think that she was good, but, you know, she's only 14 years old, so there's a lot of work to be done on the artistry and the polish and, yeah, you know, a complete program. She looked like a spindly-ass, uh, you know, Oksana Bayul, so I bet that is what they think she's, you know, she's like the new Oksana, I bet is what they're saying. Well, and that's the other thing. So she's only 14 or 12. 11. Yeah, or 11 or 12 years old. So she'll be 16 by the next Olympics. So we'll see if she's still skating because the girl was very thin and tiny. So we'll see what happens once she hits puberty and actually gets um, some boobs and hips and if she can still do jumps. Yeah, so um, here's the best statistic from the ladies' competition. So Carolyn Zhang of the United States finished Ugh. last. Finished last behind the ninth-place finisher, by 39 points, which well, means I, <laughs> that's atrocious. <laughs> she got half as many points as the winner, Malasada. Well, I, you know, I didn't get to see her skate. Obviously, they didn't show her on NBC because she skated rotten. And I was wondering if you'd watched it on Ice Networks. But so I went out to the protocols to see what her s- score was and what she actually did. She did uh, no triple jumps. Well, she attempted one triple jump and it was under rotated and all of the rest of her jumps were um, singles. I mean, like single loop, single flip. I'm like, are you kidding me? Yeah. So that's like novice. Her score was like a short program score. Right. Yeah. It was like (laughs) it was like novice skating. Yeah. um, You know, I. I don't think that she skated that well last season either. I can't remember now, but it, well, maybe she did okay, but then fell apart at the nationals last year. Um, it, it might be time for her to hang it up. I don't know if she has another Grand Prix assignment, then I would not be surprised if the U S uh, skating federation took that assignment away from her after this performance and gave it to somebody else that actually has a legitimate chance to do something. Yeah, I mean, I mean th- that's pretty bad. I didn't see what happened there, but just by looking at what the score was, that's embarrassing. Yeah, bring Sisney and out of retirement. Yeah, bring Sisney or Rachel Flat out of retirement, and they can do better oh, than God. that. Uh, don't well, I, I, okay, sorry, <laughs> Sisney. <laughs> well, it w- I, I think maybe it was kind of like that performance that Sisney had at um, – that Grand Prix final that she qualified for where she actually had the hurt hip and she couldn't do any of the jumps and fell down like six, seven times in the long program. Ugh, terrible. Yeah. So who's this Samantha Cesario chick from the United States? She got fifth place. I don't know who she is. And NBC doesn't want us to know either because they don't want <laughs> to televise actual American skaters. Who is that girl behind the curtain? Well, I know. Th- it'll she, be... I, my- is that she was she's a junior skater that has come up yeah i don't know so i got maybe i'll go back to ice network and see what i can find out if i if i care which you know you just go out to youtube and put skate america 2013 and all kinds of stuff pops up and that's how i watched um the shibs and the pair a couple of pairs but yeah i wonder if carolyn zangs is out there so you did watch it or you didn't i did watch some of it she seemed to be in good spirits but she was terrible 
Well, you know, I the last few seasons, it has not seemed to me like she wanted to skate. She never looks happy out there skating. Well, the producer's like, oh, look, she's smiling. You're so happy. I was like, that's not going to cut it. That's acting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that was enough of Skate America for one lifetime. Um, so this weekend is Skate Canada. Let's do a little preview of Skate Canada. I'm very excited and I hope that he won't let me down. Hello, Jeremy. I'm speaking to you. Um, Jeremy Abbott is going to be at Skate Canada. This is his final, final chance to do something at the Olympics and to be, you know, the skater that I know he can be because I've seen him in Spokane in 2010. I really hope that he skates good. And I fully expect that he's going to have great, you know, programs this year because he's choreographs a lot of his own programs. So I think that they're going to be really well put together. And I just hope that he can skate like we know he can skate. And, of course, I'm super excited because Virtue and Moyer will be skating this weekend. And I don't care what Tom Hammond says. I think that they still have can come back and that they can win the Olympics because they have won two. You know, every other year it's gone between them and Davis and White for the world. So they each have two gold medals for the world. So we'll see what happens at the Olympics. But I'm not counting them out that they can't win it yeah well i just don't i mean i would rather see somebody else win since they already have a gold medal but i'm I'm all about equitable (laughs) one thing i do not want to see is patrick chan winning because that guy is grotesquely overscored and he just does not make me happy oh that's what i wanted to say about the ladies with mal we didn't really talk about her except for that she won I felt that she was overscored in this competition. Yeah, well, that's not surprising. It's like, well, I mean, she does deserve credit for doing the triple axel, but, you know, let's keep it real. But she actually fell on the triple axel in the long program, and then she downgraded a few of her combination jumps. I just felt like she already had a four-point, four or five-point lead going into the long program, and then she won by quite a bit. And it's like, are you kidding me? Ashley actually skated a better long program, but whatever. Yeah. So, yeah, I know. So the (laughs) men's lineup for Skate Canada is going for the United States. It's going to be Jeremy Abbott and Ross Minor. And then apparently the world junior champion, Joshua Ferris. I don't think I've ever seen him. So that'll be interesting. I want to say that we have seen him, but last season, I believe that we saw him. Um, And unfortunately, Patrick Chan will be at this competition. So unfortunately, he'll probably have the all time record for the score first competition out with it being in Canada. Oh yeah, that's practically a guarantee. He could fall <laughs> he'll fall four times and get the highest score ever. Yeah. And then our good friend Mihal is gonna be there. Oh the boy. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh, I miss him. <laughs> oh, God, I can't wait to see uh, the gloves he's going to be wearing. That'll be fantastic. Well, I fully expect Jeremy should be getting a medal at this competition. So keep it together, buddy, and skate I hope good. so. If he needs a sports psychologist, I can help him out with that. <laughs> you have a degree in, you know, counseling. Yeah. You can oh. totally, you're willing to help him. Yeah, I'll, I'll do whatever it takes. So for the ladies, um, we're going to see Gracie Gold this weekend, which is exciting. Akiko Suzuki, she's, you know, I have a soft spot in my heart for her. And the rest of the ladies, I don't know what the hell's going on with them. Who is Who are the rest of the ladies? Amelia Lacoste, Veronica Millet, Caitlin Osmond of Canada. I heard she was injured, but she's supposed to be there. And then Christina Gao. Oh, yeah. She did well last year. And I want to say that the Osmond either won this competition last year. She came out of nowhere. It's possible. Or she got second, so... I uh, definitely see a, a Kiko 
has and Gracie should you know medal here. Yeah, she should. And then um, Christina Gao and Courtney Hicks of the U.S. too. I don't know what to make of that, but yeah. So is sh- we have a chance to win a medal or two. And then for pairs, um, I we don't recognize no <laughs> I don't recognize any of these names. So that means the pairs competition will probably not be shown on NBC. Oh, it definitely won't be shown on NBC. Yeah. Well, I guess <laughs> Megan Dumel and Eric Radford of Canada—they're pretty big time. But oh yeah, they they won the bronze last year at the world. So. Oh, and Katie Denny's sister is going to be there with Brendan Fraser for the U.S. Haven well, Haven Denny. Oh, that's a good name. They're not going to be good, okay? Because <laughs> the sister's not that good, and they're the best in the U.S. And then um, Virtua and Moyer for Canada for dance and um, for the United States, Hubble and Donahue. Can't wait to see how they're going to smoke it up the ice, you know, with her sexy costumes and you know Hubble and Donahue were at Skate America and they didn't show them either they ended up fourth they like to turn on the porn so that'll be interesting to watch I know hopefully they will they could they could meddle here hopefully (laughs) (laughs) I know that I'm looking at who's going there I'm like I don't know who these Russian people are but um (laughs) don't know don't care Weaver and Poget is there too they're also good yeah well, but. so, yeah, it's going to become Fast and Furious here, figure skating fans. Every week, another Grand Prix. Every week, another super, super entha- enthusiastic Ice Queens podcast for your enjoyment. Well, don't overpromise. Uh, sorry. <laughs> yeah. Sorry about that. Underpromise and overdeliver. Okay. You said it, Tori. <laughs> All right, people. Well, that's another episode of the Ice Queens kicking off our season seven, the Olympic season. And I want to remind you of all the ways that you can continue to feel the love and joy that we bring to you. You can find us on the icequeens.com, Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr. You can also email us at the icequeens at epicdeer.com. That's the icequeens at E-P-I-C-D-E-E-R.com. And also, we have thongs, people. We have pet (laughs) t-shirts. We have mugs, hats, you name it, at cafepress.com slash theicequeens. Tori, it's been real. Can't wait to talk to you in one week. Until next week. Later. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we're back. Ice Queens is a production of Epic Deer Studios. If it's epic, it must be Epic Deer. <laughs>